Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hey there and welcome. My name is Allison Mancini and I am your holistic nutritionist. And I am Julietta, the magical PT. Welcome to our Voices of the Goddess podcast. Um, Here on our podcast, we interview other women to give each other supporting information and help lift each other up because there is a goddess inside each and every one of you. And with the right tools, we can all come together and be the best goddesses that we are meant to be. Today, I would like to welcome Olympia to our show. We are so excited to have you here today. Can you please introduce yourself to our audience? Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, it's very just wonderful to be with you and your audience today. I am Olympia LaPointe. I am the author of the educational book series, Answers Unleashed, seen on AnswersUnleashed.com. I am an award-winning rocket scientist and I help launch 28 space shuttle missions into space. But my role of getting to that point was very tough and I had to make really tough decisions, but those decisions landed success. And so today I'm here to tell your audience about the six decisions to help people uncover the future that they have waiting for them. I love it. (laughs) It's not every day you get to interview a rocket scientist. I know. I'm thinking like, this is so amazing. We are so blessed. Like, awesome. Thank you. It's my honor to be with you. And it's my honor to share what I've learned because I've learned a lot along the way. And I really am passionate about helping other women understand the power that they have, which is their decision-making power. It is a it is literally a power that women have. And when they learn how their free will can literally navigate them and guide them towards their best future, that is when we all succeed. And that's when we create innovation for the world. And so uh, I, I, I'm just really happy to be here. Yay. So we're gonna dive into the four questions. The first one is, what is your superpower, Olympia? Ah. My superpower is being able to make tough decisions. (laughs) Everybody has their own gift. Everyone has their own gifts. And and I, I truly believe that making decisions is a full opportunity to unleash uh, your power. And let me describe it from my own experience. Uh, I grew up in South Los Angeles and it was very rough. And it was during the 1980s when the crack cocaine epidemic was at its highest. There was drugs on every corner. Uh, It was prostitutes everywhere. And I was like a nine-year-old child uh, just witnessing all this. And in my TED talk, Reprogramming Your Brain to Overcome Fear, I talk about how I saw this right on the outside of my bedroom window. And it was at a very early age where I realized I had several different futures in front of me. I could go towards the future in which was going to be a a high school dropout. 
I could have gone into the future in which was organized crime, which was the gangs in the area, or I could have gone and become a rocket scientist. Now, the, the, you're like, why is rocket scientist? It was because I went to a field trip when I was six years old and there I saw rockets and I told myself I wanted to be just like these men in the pictures on the wall that were launching rockets. And I didn't know how challenging it was gonna be as a woman and a woman of color to be able to do that. But because of the fact that I was able to see into the future and pick the future I wanted to go towards, that gave me the ability to make up my mind. And I'm a firm believer that when we make up our mind, when we decide what we're going to do, and we actually commit to, to creating that future, no matter what we have to go through, no matter what type of challenges that we have to face, that's when we unleash our power. And that's when we can see the opportunities that are in front of us. And we can say no that doesn't, say no to the things that don't suit us. And we can say yes to the things that are designed for our life purpose. So I truly believe that it's not just me with the superpower. It is every single person with the ability to make decisions. Every single person who is able to dream of where they want to go. And every single person who wants to better their situation. We each have that superpower. And I'm deciding just to give it to you and share it with the world in my latest book, Answers Unleashed 2 the science of attracting what you want. Can you just be in my bathroom when I wake up every morning and tell that to me again? <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, so powerful, so incredible. Thank you. I mean, just, yes, 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 yes. You are absolutely right. It is amazing. That was yeah, awesome. all, of us, all of us have that power, but so yeah. often, especially women, mm -hmm. So often we think someone else is right. Yep. Someone else's uh, pathway of where we think we should go is what's accurate. We mm -hmm. think, oh, maybe I shouldn't speak up because there's some man that knows exactly what's to do and, and I'm a follower. No, no. Women are creative. Women can see the future better than anybody else, actually. It's because we have this systems thinking approach. And let me describe what that is. A systems thinking approach is not only looking at things in a linear fashion, which is like point A to point B, but mm -hmm. it's looking at how everything interacts with one another in a situation. Like, for example, moms do this the best. I mean, just example. When moms are in the situation where they have to take care of multiple kids at the same time, each person has their own personality and you have to figure out what do I have to do in order to have my kids actually do what it is that they need to do by the end of the day with their personalities. And that's a systems thinking approach that women take. But that systems thinking approach also translates itself into the corporate world. We have the ability to be able to see the big picture and then see where it's going to go in the next day in the next week and the next year and it's a natural ability that we each have but so often women are not shown and uh, to how to appreciate this natural systems thinking ability which is i call a superpower absolutely awesome and you yeah. explained it so well thank you thank you awesome. all right we got to get going so we can get through all the questions. The next question, which would be really interesting because 
you are an author and so there's your books, but what other book out there has been, has played a great role in inspiring you? Oh my God. There's so many books. Oh, no. <laughs> we talk okay, about this obviously. all the time. It's hard to pick one, but. Okay. Um, um, of course, you have to be your best promoter. I'm going to say my books and I'm going to point them to here. You can take a look, but I'm also going to tell you the books I also like that I didn't write. The, the latest book is Answers Unleashed 2, The Science of Unleashing Your Brain's Power. And Answers Unleashed 1, you don't have to order the series. You can pick up one independently and see it. This book is Answers Unleashed, The Science. Uh, well, this book is Answers Unleashed 2, The Science of Attracting What You Want. And this is Answers Unleashed, The Science of Unleashing Your Brain's Power. And this book, do I have it back up? Oh, no, no, it's this one. It is, this is the one that kids love, Mathophobia, how you can overcome your math fears and become a rocket scientist. <laughs> so, okay. where, were you, where were you when my kids were little? They both struggle with math. Like, I need to get that for them now, I guess. They're older yeah, now. It, it's like, um, and, and so a person that was really inspirational for me uh, were two authors, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, it is a, a way to be able to trade in your mind to not look at what you don't have, but look at what is your potential. And I really enjoy his work. He's, of course, since passed on, but his work is really profound. And you can see it in the different levels of my own writing. And Wayne Dyer, Excuses Be Gone, is a book that I love. And he's also passed away. Uh, I loved how he understood that the limiting factors that we create are the ones that are in our head, which is are the excuses. And my first book, Mathophobia, deals with the excuses that we make when we're scared of math. And I talk about how we become Quincy the quitter. We become Donna the overdoer. We become a, um, Samuel the struggler. And then we become Crystal the criticizer when we're scared to solve a math problem. But that same personality turns into an excuse when we become an adult. And it's the same personalities that exude themselves when we have to solve a real life problem. So if we can get in the minds of especially young people early on for realizing when they're having this mind frame of like, oh, I'm scared to solve a math problem, it then translates itself into their adult thinking when they're in the corporate world or when they're in college, like, oh, I'm being Quincy the quitter. I'm scared to start studying or like, oh, I'm scared to go into this new job position. And when we can identify that excuse that we have, we can start immediately reprogram reprogramming our mind so we then can become the person who we are designed to be. Again, I know I'm like, I love that. So, but I can relate to that personally because I've been, and Olympia doesn't know me. This is the first time we've met, but you know, I turned 50 in January and I completely changed my course in life over the last year. And I'm doing things that I never would have done before this podcast being one of them. Juliet and I completely stepped out on a rim on this. And I'm also completely changed. I went back and got certified as a holistic nutritionist. I'm working on an online course program. So all of these, and I can relate to that. Sorry, the puppy's got his chew toy right now. If you can hear the squeaking in the background. I don't have kids at home anymore. I have a puppy. He's excited for your your right? But it's so true because I catch myself so many times like not doing what I need to do because I I'm I'm being I'm having that fear come in or I'm doubting myself or any of those things. So I appreciate that that we need to teach our young children and a young adults exactly what you're just describing. 
It's the superpower, being able to know you have a choice and then make the best decision. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Next question is, because this is so important for women, like we really, really need to do a lot more self-care. We so often just put everybody in front of us and take care of everybody else's needs before our own. So we need to do self-care. So Olympia, what is your favorite self-care practice? Physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> And the reason why I say that is that um, I went through two major surgeries and most women, when they go through having children go through cesarean sections or uh, times in which they literally have to regain their, their muscular structure in their abdominal wall and their pelvic floor. And I went, I didn't have children, but I had a myomectomy uh, in 2010. And then I had a hysterectomy uh, just two years ago. And it was so tough. It was one of the, the hysterectomy was one of the toughest physical experiences I've ever had to go through. And what I learned uh, is that there's two types of therapies that really uh, work well for me. And the one type of therapy is pelvic floor therapy, and that's for women. And that's for specifically women that need to engage their pelvic floor muscles and things like that. And I, for me, what has brought me the greatest joy is when I take care of my health take care of how my muscles are moving in my body, take care of how uh, I think in regards to my movement. And, and I, I have been, since the age of six, I have been dancing. I am a dancer and that's just who I, before I'm a scientist, I'm a dancer. And so what I love doing that self-care is going to the physical therapy, making sure all of my muscles fire the way they're supposed to. And I can dance for two hours, it, two hours straight, salsa, uh, um, you get modern jazz. It, it is that ability to move. And when I take care of my health so I can move, I feel free. And so that's just a, something that I do personally, but everyone's different. Every Some people self-care by going to school, getting their degree. Some people self-care by uh, investing in their own business, and which I do as well. Everyone has their own self-care, but it's the main thing is to know that you have to invest in yourself. And when you invest in yourself, that is the caring for your life so you can move forward. And everyone has their own type of situations. And for me, it's being able to move freely. And that's what I really appreciate. As the physical therapist sitting here, I love, love, love that answer. And you know, and I talk about this all the time with my clients that come in because like I don't I don't take insurance. So everybody who comes to see me is self-pay. And you know, I, I get so frustrated when people are like, you know, oh, I don't know if I can if you know if I can spend that money on that. And it's like it's an investment in yourself and your well-being. And you know, people think nothing of spending five dollars or or more every single day going to Starbucks to get horrible coffee. Sorry, Starbucks, but I, <laughs> I, I like think about investing in you and your house so that you can be there to do, to accomplish all these things that, that you want to accomplish. So as the PT sitting here, I like, so applaud you for PT being oh. <laughs> your, your self care. That that's Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I, I just, the, so when I, when I went through my surgeries and I couldn't have children, I was like at first sad, but then I realized my books are my kids. 
<laughs> each one and I'll have tons of tons of kids. I'll have tons of books. <laughs> and when I create these things, I'm getting a chance to be able to teach younger people as well as people my age and even uh, my senior uh, about how to think. And that's that's for me. So it, when I go to the physical therapy, I'm reminded like I gave birth to books. <laughs> yeah. you know and that's part of the feminine feminine powers is creating and you know so yeah they always look at it as like you know we create children but everything we create are our mm. children's you know so your books my business like this podcast this podcast is now allison and my child you know so <laughs> we we give birth to so many things as women not just children so yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely Cool. So you accomplish so much stuff in your life. And to do that, like you need accountability. And so that's one of the questions that um, many of our listeners have is how do you create accountability in your life? I create contracts for myself. This may sound odd, but you, you expect someone else to sign a contract indicating what you're going to do. At the beginning of the year, I create a contract for myself is what I'm going to accomplish that year. And I commit it to doing it. And it's like, there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts. Is I'm committing what I'm committing this, I'm committing uh, right before uh, 2021 started, everyone went through a horrible pandemic. Every, all of us have been traumatized to some degree or another because it's a national and international just tragedy with the deaths that's happened. And all of us were very just, uh, just distraught to seeing the deaths and seeing all the, the mayhem, because this world is not a perfect place. It's very tough to live here. But we each have the ability to contribute something very powerful while we are alive. And I remember at the beginning of 2021, I said, what can I do to spread light in this world? What are the tangible ways in which I can do that with what my skills are? And my skills are science. My skills are explaining really tough stuff and easy ways to understand. And you see this when I'm on news programs like uh, CBS or PBS or ABC News. It's like, I have the ability to explain really tough stuff and I have the ability to help people embrace science and embrace new ways of thinking. So I thought, well, what can I do this year to fulfill my life calling? And one of the things was I was gonna complete my book. And one of the things was I was going to secure uh, publicity so I could talk about the science and talk about uh, new ways of looking at things. And at first the book was at beginning of 2021, the book was not completed. <laughs> it was still had to go through the editing process. And if anyone has written a book, you know what I'm talking about. It's a process to write a book. It is like, oh, labor. So what happened is that it's, it's, it takes a lot of work and it wasn't completed. I didn't even have the, uh, the publicity team a great, and I didn't have uh, key people lined up. And so what I decided to do is make that contract with myself. I said, I'm going to get my book completed by February, which it was. And then it later on went on the market on March 18th. I said, I'm going to secure publicity. Uh, it took me a good two months to find my team. I have Icon PR, which is a celebrity uh, publicity team. And I'm very thankful for their work because they're uh, a group of women who seriously work with other women to get them out there and specifically with uh, science. So I'm really thankful for that group. And I decided I, I was going to uh, do things. And so um, I write on Thrive Global. 
uh, Ariana Huffington asked me to write on Thrive Global uh, last year during the pandemic. And so I decided I'm going to write articles and share information about uh, this new way of thinking, this deciding making process. I call it a quantum deciding, being able to make uh, new decisions, but being able to jump through time to do it. And it's like a new um, decision-making science. That's the best way for me to put it. And I, I made this commitment with myself. I, no matter what type of discouragement I'd face, no matter what type of issues I'd come encounter with, and I did come across so many issues and the, the year is not done. I'm sure I'll come across many more, but I am committed to completing what it is I said I was going to do. And I truly believe that if I'm able to commit to myself, it's easier to attract other people who are able to do the same. Absolutely. I, I love, like, you know, we all have goals and, you know, some of us write them down, some of them, they just exist in our head, but to actually put them at like, this is my contract with myself. Like I love, it just like bumps it up to a new level of, of commitment. So that's a great way. Thank you. Thank you, Juliet. And not to cut you off here, but I was so excited to be able to share what you just piggyback on what you're saying. I have a book. It's like an orange book and I've had it for the last 20 years. Anytime I create a contract on myself, it goes in that book. I create a specific book for my contracts. It does, it's not in any other book. It's in that book. So anytime I said I'm going to do something, I go back to it. And I look back on what I put down there 20 years ago. It's there. I got it done. And it is that continuous commitment to yourself, commitment to your life purpose. And therefore, it's easier to be able to see when people are not committed to the same thing. And you're able to just say, it was great while it lasted, but we're on a different track now. Yeah. Heck. And I'm curious, I don't know like if you had a reason for choosing orange, but I love that you said this book is orange because orange is the color of creation. You know, it's our sacral, it's the sacral chakra, which is um, the creation chakra. So creativity, creation. I don't know if you had any conscious decision in that, but interesting that, <laughs> look at how the universe works. I love it. Intuition, Intuition is really powerful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, it is time to get to our takeaway portion of the show. Allison, are you ready to share your takeaway with us? I am. I definitely need to get some of Olympia's books, especially the math one, because even though my children are older now, I still feel like they're such like for kids and adults, because that's me that have a fear because they look at it as it's difficult. I think that I will gain a lot from reading your book and getting some guidance about that and to look at it in a different way. And, you know, you said in the very beginning of our interview, it's so much about what you put out there, right? It's so much about what you put out there. You know, if you're confident and you know, and and you put out the right things, you'll get the right things back. But when you put out fear and I don't think I can do it and all this stuff, that's kind of what happens, right? So I am really excited to get Olympia's book and check it out myself. Awesome. My takeaway from today, and it's interesting because like synchronicity, everything, um, I always say, like when I see something, I hear it. When I see it a second time, I pay attention. And when I hear it a third time, like, yeah, this is the universe telling me this is important. So the message that keeps coming up right now is I decide, I decide, 
you know, so whatever it is that I want, that I want to create, that I want to manifest, I decide it. And so it's up to me. So I'm going to be out there deciding what I want <laughs> and how I'm going to get it. Yeah. What's your takeaway today, Olympia? Well, my takeaway is just the amazement of brilliant women like yourself. Uh, that's, that sounds really simple, but I admire, but I just admire what you're doing and starting a new podcast at 50 and changing your life and, and creating your business and, and branding it and growing it. And I just truly honor women and appreciate them. And it reminds me that my takeaway is I always can create and be a success. Absolutely. It's never too late. The moment's always now. Let's make it happen. So cool. And thankfully for going through what we went through in this last year, because I think a lot of if I hadn't been through everything we've all been through as a whole, um, I don't know that I would have made some of these changes. And and I wouldn't like just sitting here with Olympia. I would have never met Olympia if we hadn't like said, okay, we can do this. We got that. You know what I mean? Like, let's do this for other women. Let's, cause that was our whole thing for it. We wanted to do this to promote women that we know because there are so many amazing things that you're doing Olympia, that the other interview women we've interviewed are doing. So um, yeah, it's really just about getting all this great energy out there really. Yay. So I want to thank you Olympia for joining us today. This was like a really like, super deep, amazing, meaningful show. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And thank you to our viewers. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've listened to, listened to today, we will have in the show notes all the links, how to get Olympia's books, how to find her, um, how to access all this information. Um, and please, if you're liking what you're hearing, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast and share it with other women because the only way we can lift each other up is by looking out for each other and sharing with each other. So please go out there and share this podcast and um, thank you again for being here. Have a magical day, everyone. Bye guys. Thank you.